What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. everybody welcome to across generations where the voices of black women unite i'm your host tiffany cross tiffany cross join me and be a part of sisterhood friendship wisdom and laughter we gather a seasoned elder myself as the middle generation and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had listen to across generations podcast on the iheart radio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Welcome to He Said, Ella Dijo, where everything is a mess. Good afternoon, Rosalind Sanchez. Hi, nothing is a mess. Everything is good. If they could see the behind the scenes, I think we could probably run like an hour of just the behind the scenes between you and I. So check this out. Check this out the new sign we have a new sign it's a neon sign that says he said ella dijo courtesy of iHeartRadio. my pultura my pultura my pultura that sounds cultura. like a really I know, bad right? word my pultura my cultura <laughs> oh my podcast gosh. and all the team yeah, thank you so much we're very excited so the room is coming along i just have to do some fixings when it comes to lighting, and uh, my husband is already complaining, saying that, well, it's, it's too much money. It's actually perfect right now. And trying but... to convince our producers that it's not necessary, and it is necessary. And not not really. Yes, If, if we're not going to actually show it online, like the we, whole episode, we, it we doesn't matter. We show teasers. And, those teasers don't matter. And at some second. point, what if we want to show a whole this episode? Is, Eric, have vision, please. Uh, Eric has no vision. When we get to that point, we'll make the change. No, we're dude, change no now. I'm going to make it. Anyways, we're, getting, we're, we're so set up now, we're going to be having some... In studio guests, yeah, we're gonna have um, Melissa O'Neill from my show and Alyssa Diaz and Gustavo, her husband or partner. They're not married yet. 
um, fiance are going to come baby on the daddy. show. Um, that as well. Yeah, they're going to they're come on the show. So we're going to have them in in, uh, in studio, which will be fun. Yes. And then should I bring my Fantasy Island people or should I wait until we premiere for that? Probably wait a little bit, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I have enough Fantasy Island people in my life. What are you talking about? <laughs> you have Elena Rourke. That's it. What are you talking I'm about? Joking. Yeah, you. It's, I it's have enough, enough rookie you, people in my life. You, it's enough. Yeah, I have enough. Oh, wow. Have, Thank you. Enough. So sweet. <laughs> well, speaking of sweet, you, uh, we should save this. We'll save this conversation for later. No, why, no, why, no why? we'll save it for later. For later the, when? Our next episode. What our is next it? Episode. We have some stuff to discuss. But for now, <laughs> let's get into some hot topics. My husband loves hot? to discuss our problems uh, publicly. I That's don't love funny. to discuss our problems Clearly publicly. you do. No. No. Anyways, we have hot topics um, hot today? Hot topics. Well, hot topics. The first one's a sad topic. Why? Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Was she your... So was, young. Was she one of my your... mom's age. Um, crushes growing up? She's like my mom's... I think mom's, everybody's... She's my mom's age. She would oh, not be right. my crush growing up at all. <laughs> Maybe maybe you crushes. liked older. Maybe you like. My crushes were like maybe Heather like, Locklear, Heather Thomas, Heather. Not even Heather Locklear, Heather Thomas from who's, All Guy. Who? She was one of my crushes. Um, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, back Heather here. what? Heather Thomas. She did from Fall, what? A TV show called Fall Guy. What I had the heck? A poster heck? of her in a bikini. What the in my heck room. are you talking about? Yeah, Heather what? Let me check it. Thomas. Out. Heather Thomas. Um, but let's um, talk about Olivia Newton-John okay. for a moment. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, obviously an icon, passed away at 73 with a, from a 30-year battle with cancer. She battled cancer for 30 How years. How do you battle it for so many years? That's incredible. And you know what? I think she did a plant-based. She was very much into homeopathic natural medicine. So she was able to, like you said, battle this for 30 years. God bless her. So beautiful. So beloved. You know, because everybody, oh, now I see this. Thomas. Okay. Clearly, the plant-based and everything paid off and helped. helped Yeah, 30 years uh, battling cancer. That's a horrible disease. And she was able to just keep it at bay. I'm assuming it it will keep coming back. I don't think she went into remission after she did the mastectomy. And then it never came back. So probably it was on and off. Yeah. But I think she lived a... Pretty beautiful. You want to know what's crazy? Why? I don't think I have ever watched Greece all the way through. I don't believe that. I really don't. I can't remember sitting down and seeing Greece. Why? I know all the songs. I know the clips. I know. I, it's so weird. So that's something that you should do tonight. It's a it's a great movie. You'll love no, no, it. We gotta, we, I got to see it for sure. I, I mean, it's so really weird that I haven't seen Greece. You know, know what's funny? I did it when did I was. Do you have in, a favorite song of hers? I got shields, they're multiplying. No, and the one that she sings by herself, the hit. She had a big the hit. The one that I want? That one? Uh, that's from no, Greece. no, no. Hopelessly, hopelessly Devoted. No, that's the name? Hopelessly Devoted to You? I don't know. Yes, is you it? do. I don't know, but is that the song? I think so, yeah. I don't know if that's the name, but that's how it goes. Um, she, has, he had, she had a beautiful voice as well. You know what? I was Super in high school talent. in Colegio Espiritu Santo in Puerto Rico that just closed, sad enough. Um... And I remember one of the recitals we did, we would do this thing during the field day week that it'll be called a verbena. And they had like all these performances at the big auditorium. And I remember that I choreographed and I um, danced and I was Olivia Newton-John um, and I did Greece. I, cho- I choreographed Greece. Really? And it was so awesome. I'll never forget that. I think, I don't know if I have mentioned this to you before. So I had open auditions, you know, the whole school, um, kind of addition to all my other <laughs> stuff that I choreograph 
growing up and you a lot of the school i do audition for the stuff you choreographed no 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 like i will choreograph but then i will do auditions for students to be a part of the show and how old are you again in, in high school and 15 why were 16 you in charge 17 of auditioning people because i was the choreographer and the one well, doing how, the whole thing i want to know if that was in a position assigned to you or something that you in typical Rosalind sanchez style took it upon yourself to just say, I'm the choreographer, everybody. I will be picking who's a part of this. Tell no, the truth. Eric. Tell um, the truth. When I was in Puerto Rico. Tell the truth. No, I was, it was a given. It, was, it wasn't even an open conversation. I'm given I was the you. dancer. You know that you always have the girl that is the, we have um, <laughs> Raliana was oh, a runner. Oh professional, like, like track and field. And then you have Bianca Pomales was like the, the head of the volleyball team, the captain of the team. Those are assigned. And I was, when you're the captain of the team, the coach <laughs> assigned you as captain of the team. Did anybody well, tell you, Rosalind, we okay. need you to be the captain of our dance squad? Okay, Eric. You're, no, you're dancing around a question here. No, I, I was. Yes or no? I was, it was a given. No, no, no. I given was the girl. By who? Given by who? By you? the school, by the no. students, well, by they, everybody. They voted for you? I don't think you're getting me. I think it sounds like you you made yourself I dance captain and said, no. I'm going to design Eric, this Okay, let, let, let me explain something to you. This I is my life. Let me explain something to you. I was part of Ballet Municipal de San Juan y la, y la compañía de, de baile de Leonor Constancio y después Yolanda Muñoz. I was the girl in school that was the group dancing. I was the dancer of my class, uh -huh. of the high school. Okay. Everybody knew the one that dances is Rosalind. So, so the one that is going to choreograph, so it's Rosalind. Everyone came over and said, you know what, Captain Rosalind, I don't remember we how would it like went you down. to choreograph something for us and we oh would like God. you to audition us. Everybody You're came so to you? annoying. They All came I know, to you? I don't remember. Because <laughs> they did What I remember was that it was a given and nobody oh had a problem with it God. at all. And I will choreograph beautiful stuff <laughs> and, and people will audition for me. Yes. So you, wow. And I did another big performance with Patricia Scoriasa. I don't even know. I think Patricia I went to the military and Patricia also danced and we, and we, she and we the military, So clearly you, you pushed her into the military with your, <laughs> with your auditioning. She was like, I'm then, not a dancer. And then we did another thing called the Beauty and the Beast. I think I don't know what it was. It was oh. like a like animal print, and we auditioned for that too. But no, my point we auditioned, was, or they auditioned for you. Oh my god, they auditioned for me and for oh, Patricia. Anyways, I don't understand how that. that you should understand it. Anyways, <laughs> the point is, like all this conversation, just to go to my original point, which was. I'll never forget, and this is all in honor of Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. It was such a popular thing. Everybody wanted to be part of the Grease performance. And I had these kids, you know, like when you're at school, you have the cool kids and the nerds, you know, like everybody has like different cliques. Mm -hmm. So there was a little clique of, of that I love them, of the, the nerdy. That I love them. I love them. Like, the, the, oh, the, the nerdy, the nerdies, right? The boys. From my castle. And I don't want to say a name in case he is a fan of, he said, ella dijo, or he follows my career, but he's very cute. Anyways, he was this very quiet, super like, super brain, one of the nerds, right? Oh and God. came in I don't even think and say, said, say those words anymore. But I want to audition. And he blew me away and he played John Travolta. And Wait, I still have the image of I this guy understand. on top of the Jeep at the auditorium of Colegio Espiritu Santo doing his thing when he was a nerd. And I, I fell in love with him. I was I like, I still oh. don't understand how he had to come over to you and say, can I audition for this oh, thing? They were when the school no, didn't was, say, Rosalind, you're going to hold auditions. Oh my God, leave me alone. You know, call the freaking principal and ask her why she designated me. This in. sounds like the actual movie, Revenge of the Nerds. Like the nerds were there and you were a part of your pedestal and you're like, nerds, come audition for me you don't understand you don't oh understand the, the, the moral of the story 
The moral of the story is that you took control of the school. It gave an amazing opportunity to all these uh, students. Who, who gave an amazing opportunity? You did? Me and the school. And Olivia Newton-John. And Olivia Newton-John. All these kids that will never, ever be comfortable enough to even speak loud in front of a classroom mm -hmm. to be like, you know what? I have artistic aspirations and I actually want to see if I can try for this. And, and they did, a lot of them, and they got in because they were so good. It gave them a purpose in life. Well, I think it was life-changing for them. Olivia and Greece inspired them and yes. clearly you gave them a golden ticket. Not trying to do that. It was just beautiful. <sighs> Well, Olivia, you don't understand, you were loved, eh? and you oh clearly God. had yes, an impact Olivia, in Puerto Rico. And she, with she had an impact for, to me. Choreogra yes. Choreography and a choreography and uh, or choreographing career. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi. I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. A calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. 
It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What about this other horrible um, accident that happened last week here in Los Angeles, California, this La Brea, which is a very, very, one of the main avenues. Um, is it Hollywood? Oh, you were saying down. No, it was down further. Um, Slauson and La Brea. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, this girl in her 40s uh, driving a car like 100 miles an hour, a one something in the afternoon, I think it was, or four something. I don't know. It was it was early. And that, now talk Hills. about that horrible horrible um accident but now they're proving mental wow. health issues but it was almost like a suicide like i'm just gonna kill myself and kill somebody um during the process because the way it was done when i saw the footage i was like can you all i kept thinking was now i know you know we have friends that they don't allow anybody to drive their children and we sometimes go how do they do it it's ridiculous it's like you know what for us because what we do for a living we need we dependent on our our mother-in-law our nanny tell me to be able to drive them and she doesn't let anybody because of situations like this. If something yeah, bad is going to go down, I want to be there. Yeah. I don't want to have the phone call of like, you know what? God forbid somebody else is driving and has I also think that's a little kid. unrealistic, but I think Not it's Not really. Some people do it and they they do it their whole lives and it works. I mean, you but can, all you I can, can think you can do was, you want your whole life, what but. if I get that phone call that you or like somebody's driving my kids and now... <gasps> What if you get the phone call and I'm the one driving? You know what I mean? It could be anybody driving. You may not be in the car. It's awful. It's horrible. It's 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 bad. Yeah, anyway. that's a really sad situation. All right. So people don't drink and drive, and if you have some issues, just stay away from stay away from your car. It's not fair. Kanye West celebrates Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson breakup. Oh my god! That thing has been bonkers. He's calling him Skeet Davidson. What what is Skeet? What does that mean? Skeet Skeet. 
What is that? It's it's uh, a term that was uh, came out in a rap song. I want to say originally. Um, he's just shitting all over him. He's been shitting all over him since they started dating, and uh, it just all sounds like a mess. I heard that Pete was going into. Um, he was seeking like trauma therapy even before this happened, but then now he's going through more therapy because <clears throat> look, he was threatening him. Like he's going to be dead. He's like, I'm going to kill him. So, so to he's speak. going, he's going to therapy because of Kanye West. Because it was like cyber. He was getting bullied online by him, but like in a hardcore way by, with millions of people looking at it. And it was, it was a lot for him. I mean, listen, I imagine dating someone like Kim Kardashian. I don't think Pete Davidson is organically, he doesn't even have social media. He's not on Instagram. So I don't think he's a person that seeks out the public eye. I mean, I think they come to him because a lot of people but he's been dating. But let me date Kim Kardashian. No, I'm saying that's part of it. I think when he got into that situation, I bet you he didn't realize what comes in that Kardashian package. Yes, he does. I don't think you realize it until you're in it. I don't think it's... Mm. I, I think you can have an idea of how overwhelming it would be, but I don't think we even fully understand that level of media attention her whole life is is successful because of reality shows and now she's a su successful businesswoman in her own right but i'm saying her her life uh her brand started from reality and became the biggest reality star in the world so i mean i don't think we comprehend how much that, that puts you in front of the camera how uncomfortable that might be especially if you are somewhat of a private person would you be able to do that date somebody that is like at that level again that I, everything is done with a camera I, or for the shock factor i think i i don't think i would i would i would last i think i could think that it would be fun for a moment and i would try it but i think it'd be overwhelming everything you're doing is under a microscope but not only that i think in order for their brand to stay as big as it is they allow even more stuff to be publicized you know what i mean to keep the brand relevant because you could try to private it, private it down, so to speak, but private it is that a no, word? No, private it down. I was I just made that term up, but to private <laughs> it down, not privated, private it. You're like Dylan now that everything is like he uses past tenses for everything. Have you noticed yeah, yeah. that that everything is past He's, tense and it's wrong, but it's cute. I'm also still figuring out grammar, but um, you know what I'm saying. Like she could try to tone down her public image, but that's her brand. I, I think it's got to be overwhelming. And I think what I think Kanye has been—it's a bit out of control, don't you think? Kanye is. And I also think that social media platforms, in my opinion, have an obligation. If someone's out there cyberbullying or threatening on social media, pull the site down. You know what it is. You don't agree? It should be a privilege to to be on social media. You should have a responsibility. People are making money off of that social media. You're telling me that when somebody puts out a message that clearly is about a person with threats, you can't suspend that account for a period of time? How difficult is that? Yeah. I just saw a post of uh, Chris Lee. He's a mo motivational speaker. Um, he's pretty amazing. He's the one that I want to go to and do this thing in Austin, Texas. That is like a whole weekend. Hey, let's talk about that for a second. She wants to go to something in Austin, Texas. So, she I, never invited can I, can me. Can you stop? Never included me. Can I finish? Me. Can Just I wanted finish? to take off for a retreat for like a week and was like, oh, by the no, way, guys. I booked a retreat to Austin, Texas by myself. No. 
Um, let Let's me talk finish. About that for no, a let me finish my story. What was I saying? So he basically went to Instagram saying, "Guys, we'll talk about." And that he exposed this thing because there's somebody passing for him, trying to raise money on a GoFundMe account to do something with NFTs, like some weird thing that he's asking like thirty thousand dollars, and people are actually donating, donating. And then he realized this is not me; it's a scam. So he went to Instagram saying, "Guys, there's somebody passing for me, trying to raise some money, and this is wrong. It's not me." This is not good for my business or my brand. You know, I don't want people saying that I'm scamming people. Can you please put this down? And I guess the company did a, a check on this other account and they didn't find anything faulty and said, sorry, but it, it, it complies with our whatever, whatever, whatever. So they didn't put it down. So he went back to Instagram openly saying, I just want everybody to know that I did this and they don't want, I don't understand how that works. If the person that is verified says somebody's passing for me and he's raising money and this is wrong, it should be shut down immediately. And you know what happened to me on, on TikTok, Eric? So I posted this thing with Sebi and Elle, her friend, which is them just dancing. They did. I didn't do it. They did it and they posted it using my phone. And it says community. So it's, it got stopped. And it says community guidelines violation. Why? Because it's too... Removed for <coughs> minor safety. Good. No, but they're not doing anything. It says removed. No, no, no. It's blocked. Is that all? I know. So they're just two two girls, and they're just doing a very, very innocent, chill dance. And it's but this is the problem. And I this have. is my child. This yes, but this is the problem I have with social media. You don't know who's looking at these things. I understand, but this pedophiles, this, I guarantee, yeah, you, are I, all okay. over social media. I, of course, they are. So but what I'm saying is, this specific one is just two girls dancing. Is it's like the most just ridiculous? They're doing nothing. No, I agree. It's a very, very benign, it's nothing. benign video. And they're dressed very like like little like girls, and I'm there. It's it's my account, and it's my daughter. I'm not I'm, I'm not publicizing some random girl. It's it's my. Well, daughter. I mean, there's plenty of young kids on on TikTok. So I don't understand why they're everywhere. That's yeah. why Sabella is obsessed because all these kids on TikTok they're doing dancing. I so I don't know why she got targeted as a minor violation. My, maybe I don't know. I, I'm good. I'm glad. No, they I'm going to have to write back and say, guys, this is my daughter. It was with my phone her. on there. No, I, I listen. Listen, good for them. But I was like. But that doesn't seem like something that they need to. Okay, I want to jump ahead. Look, there's another one here. The same thing. Nothing happened to that. There's Ale over here. They okay. didn't stop that one. I, I I don't like TikTok. So, anyways, you know my feelings about TikTok. Whatever. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues 
pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle. And I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me ask you about this. Demi Lovato 
seems to be calling out Wilmer Valderrama in her new song where she insinuates he shouldn't have dated her when she was so young. How old was she? Demi Lovato appears to diss her ex Wilmer at their at their 12-year age difference oh. in the song called 29, the track which was released last month um, on the singer's album, blah, blah, blah. So she dated him from 2010 to 2016. I don't know how old she was when so she So six years I dated? I didn't know it was that long. And there's a 12 years, 12 year age difference. So how old is she now? I don't know. How old is Demi Lovato? That was 12 years ago, right? Um, what do you, I mean, look, you, you like Wilmer. You think he's a great guy. I love Wilmer. He is a great guy. Oh, then Demi Lovato is a, so she's 29. So she was 17. She was, he was 12 years older. You said? Yeah. So he's 29. She was 17. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But they dated for six years. It's a long relationship. Well, yeah, I'm assuming. I'm assuming until she was 23. It sounds like they met when she was probably 17, turning 18, around that age, and they were probably friends. And I'm guessing that he was respectful, but she's saying that uh, at least she's hinting about this in the song. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's messy. That's messy. I don't want to comment. Yeah, I love Wilmer, and she's lovely too. You have her, your issues with her. No, but, I think she, I don't know. She's just all over the place with certain things she says. And, and I think like she didn't even like the term. This was one thing that she said publicly. I forgot. It was like, you shouldn't call aliens from outer space aliens because it's offensive and they should be called like they. No, she didn't yes, say Yes, it was something like that. No, Eric. Yes, it was. You're making that up. No, I'm not. Eric is it was making it up. something weird. It was something weird like that. Um, she got bashed for saying California sober. One of our producers says, is, is, uh, what, is what does that mean? What is I don't know what that means. Sober. Um, She's California sober? I mean, like California has standards of sobriety. How you say sobriety? that? Sobriety. Of sobriety? I guess so. I just think it's weird. Um, you know, she also recently was like, I, I identify, I mean, this is stuff I, I'm just not fully clear on. That means she drinks, say, put that again. That means that she drinks and smokes weed. Here's the write-up. Rolling Stone. Demi Lovato says, calling extraterrestrials aliens is offensive. It's derogatory. And the word should no longer be used for potential otherworldly visitors. What the actual are we talking about what are we talking about don't call them aliens it's derogatory how does she know what an alien feels about what they are called maybe she was california sober when she made that statement that's my point Let's it's think, things like that that drive me crazy like why, why even sober. come out publicly and make a statement like that that aliens should not be called aliens they should be called extraterrestrials because it's offensive, or they, or whatever it is. Let's assuming. Let's assume. There's no logical like explanation said, for that. She was California sober. She was smoking some weed. She was a little high. California sober. It's a slang term often used to describe a form of sobri sobriety, sobriety in which people, I guess, drink a little alcohol and smoke weed, or don't drink alcohol and and smoke weed. So she was a little high when she did, did the whole statements about aliens. About aliens and and I mean, who knows? You know, Demi goes through. She's I mean, like she's been through she a, a, a world of stuff. She's and extremely talented. And this, but. yeah, she's very talented. Um, and that's one of the things that I think Wilmer has a tendency or used to have a tendency. He likes to take care of people. 
he likes to feel like he can help people. It's part of his DNA. He's always very much involved in anything that he feels that he's contributing to well, life-changing experiences. I, I was, so let's assume at that point, he would probably thought, this is my little creature that I'm going to well, help the overcome. The funny thing is, if I was in that position with you, you would call it control. You would say, I'm being I think, controlling, no, that Eric, I'm trying I think, to no, help. No, 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 I think it's two completely different things. Bullshit! Yeah, why are you talking no. about control? I'm not talking about control. Oh I don't think God. in his mind he's trying to control anything. If you're trying to help no, somebody who doesn't want to be helped. You know, well, but he doesn't... He may, sometimes when you get yourself in that position, mm -hmm. you don't feel like the other person doesn't want to get help. Exactly right. So sometimes uh, when I get in a position with you, I'm trying to help you with things, and I don't believe that you don't want to be helped. Mm -hmm. When you okay. well, need it. Why this has to come back to you and me? And we're talking about <laughs> Wilma Valderrama and Demi Lovato. I don't right. understand why we get involved. Last topic. This is your favorite you show. You got it all wrong. Housewives. Housewives I haven't drama. seen a housewife show in like maybe seven years. You used to love that show. I used to, but I don't watch them anymore. I don't have time. So you don't follow this, this, this lady? I don't. I don't follow Joe, them anymore. No? But who are we talking about? Joe and Melissa Gorga I didn't attend that? her sister Teresa's wedding. Why? They had some family beef. They so still she, have some family beef. They've they've been having family beef forever. She's the one that went forever. to jail. Correct. Right. Correct. You know that much. Correct. And then and she, she divorced, divorced the home. guy who went to jail. Is he? I don't even know if he's still in jail. In jail. I don't know. Listen. No matter how angry you are at a close family member, would you ever skip out on their wedding days before? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't hesitate. So you would just skip out on their wedding. I don't want to skip, but if you have legitimate beef with a family member and you don't think it's appropriate that you. I mean, who knows? I don't know what's happening inside that family. I'm, I'm assuming they have the reasons I guess for that going. it's serious beef that people have fallouts yeah, all the time. Why are you going to go to a wedding, which is such a, such a, a special moment in somebody's life, and I'm, I'm going to show up with a, with a, with a beef? I'm going to show up with bad yeah, energy? I, I actually, I'd rather I had a beef, I'd rather have you not be there anyway. Exactly. It's so, bad yeah, energy. It's like, you know decision. what? You don't have, you're not happy for me for whatever reason? Then just stay away. Let me enjoy this moment, and then we can address whatever issue we have. All right. Well, good talk. I mean, I think. I don't know. It's sad. It's sad all around. You don't want to have beefs with family members. No. But out of 10 families, eight of them have, I think every single family has a beef. You know what I have a beef with? What? Aliens. <laughs> being called. Not being allowed to be called. Eric gets alien. annoyed by the most random, like it really gets under his skin. I got Things no that problem. are so random. I got no problem with anything else Demi, Demi Lovato wants to say. Be but the alien how thing she identifies, what, what she does. I got zero beef, zero problem with her about anything. I just think comments like that are dumb. Leave her, and I don't know why it gets national coverage. Why is that reported yeah. on in Rolling Stone? Why don't you leave her alone? I don't have a problem be. with her. Why does the press even pick that up? So stupid. Oh my God. Anyway. I just like when they pick stuff up that doesn't make sense. Like, just don't even give that attention. You wanna, why don't we invite Demi to come to He Said It Yet to You? I'd love to ask her a question. I'm sure she's lovely. I've never met her. I'm sure she's, she's lovely. lovely. She's lovely. I just don't understand comments like that. And maybe she meant nothing big and the press just did what the press does and runs with something, but ridiculous. All right. Anyways. Till next time. Till next time. I love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Iset Ella Dijo or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. Iset Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye.
Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.